Hi, welcome to Chart Bites. Chart Bites are snippets where we highlight a specific Indian music industry trend or topic. If you like what you hear, you can listen to more such discussions and the songs that spark them on the Indian Music Charts podcast right here on Spotify. A new Chart Bites episode drops every Thursday. Let's get into this week's topic. I do want to ask you something like you know obviously you know Man Meri Jaan this was actually part of King's album right Champagne Talk and mm-hmm. honestly this track Man Meri Jaan has blown up so much I feel that you know conversations around Champagne Talk kind of took a little bit of a backseat right and like mm-hmm. you know one would again expect that you know if this track became such a big hit you would see this halo effect on some of the other tracks over time and mm. but time and time again while it makes logical sense this hypothesis has been proven wrong right and we we rarely see multiple hits from a album and there's always one standout hit and honestly just given this trend and the fact that there are artists who still continue to release albums where do you sort of lean like between the single versus album debate uh you know i mean i suppose being of a certain vintage i would always think that albums have a definite place in the music industry and i'm so used to sort of like having albums as bodies of work to listen to but i really don't know i mean if i was a 20 year old today uh would i really think the same mm. i'd have to be completely honest and you know strangely enough when you talk about the halo effect uh the halo effect did happen for king but ironically it didn't happen for any songs from champagne talk really i mean even if it did it wasn't in such a pronounced mm-hmm. way what actually happened with manmari jaan was tuake they yeah. play actually had like a resurgence and it wasn't even from it's actually two albums and an ep mm. behind mm. for him because this was of his album the carnival release in 2020 and he had another album and an ep come out after that but tuake they play of course was his breakout song and you know it became huge in 2021 itself but again i think it didn't like it sort of it moved up a level mm. again mm. after uh, you know man meri jaan because a lot of that mass audience like i think it was still the you know uh, the the music fan audience that had heard uh, to aake dekh mm. which became a huge hit but then that entire mass audience that he's captured with man meri jaan seemed to have then caught on to tuake dekh yeah, so that like halo effect did happen second life actually that's exactly yeah and i think that's primarily because both these songs again have a similarity in sound have as we were discussing earlier they're both kind of like ballads uh you know again in this case they're like up tempo ballads uh but you know if you think about oops and mm. pablo which were two other songs that he released before mm. I think oops did have some kind of a halo effect like again not that pronounced but it did has been hanging around I think the top 50 of the past Spotify charts and it did yeah. sort of stick around longer and but again I don't think like you know if you are the what to ask like the average music listener on the street mm. have you heard man mere jaan and they probably of course they likely have heard it and they probably have no clue about oops yeah, you know yeah. so uh, or probably don't so even know what album that, it's from you know yeah exactly uh, so like i said i don't know if i was a 20 year old today whether i'd feel as strongly about this and as far as you know artists and labels are concerned i would think that maybe it's both a creative uh, you know uh, 
a creative side and a business side that's sort of playing into why albums continue to be released. I mean, even if you look at it internationally, and I'll give you two recent examples, uh, you know, one is Harry Styles, Harry's House, which a huge album, you know, one Grammy album of the year, uh, was the best-selling album, I think, of 2022 in a lot of territories. But, you know, as it was released, and as it was, is still in the top 10, I think, in the UK right now, and it was still in the top 10 in the US, uh, like, I don't know, it was at least, I, I mean, I, I think the, the charts come out today, I don't know whether it'll still be there or whether it just fell out recently, but that song is still in, like, the top 15. And it's mm. like, this is, it's like, it completed like 52 weeks. It completed a year on the charts last week. He did release a couple of other videos after As It Was. He released videos for both uh, Music for a Sushi Restaurant and Late Night Talking. Uh, again, both those had some slight resurgence. And, but none of them like hit number one. Yeah. As, also, like, I think As, as, it, as was it Was became really big again because of short format, right? Which these other tracks yeah. didn't get picked up there as much either. Uh, probably as much. I'm sure nowadays it's pretty much impossible to have like a mega hit without like, yeah. or even a top 40 hit without trending some way on short format. But with these two particular time, uh, songs, it didn't blow up in such a similar way. Similarly with Taylor Swift and Midnight's, of course, she very famously, uh, you know, had the entire Billboard top 10 uh, with songs from that album but apart from anti-hero which was still in the top 10 again as of last week uh none of the other tracks have shown that kind of longevity uh lavender haze which she released a music video form has been the next best performing track it debuted at number two but again despite the music video it hasn't moved up the charts to that got back into the top 10 or you know has had uh, uh, that level of success as anti-hero mm. So, uh, okay. so you're seeing this kind of happen everywhere, right? Yeah. And you hear this always, especially in the Indian music industry. I've heard like executives say this, and I, I think it was like T Series somebody who said that you know, our artists don't really release. We don't believe in albums because, and even artists say that like you know we release, this, especially when it comes to the commercial hmm. pop non-film scene, where we release if we release a uh, album, only one song gets uh, you know the attention, hmm. and then all the other songs get ignored. Uh, that's why they want to release singles. Uh, now, a lot of them continue to release albums because, you know, they just feel that it is, like I said, it's a sort of creative body of work. Mm. And, it's you know, you even see it in like the Punjabi pop industry, like where even though they release like a single a week, mm. they'll still release albums and EPs and these sort of collections, probably because they just want to have some kind of... Uh, body of work? I don't know. Body of work and also share something with fans yeah. in a slightly bigger way. You know, so yeah. And, you know, this might sort of be like a unpopular opinion, but the very fact that you know, as much as you know, you can have a lot of data on what works, etc. Sometimes when you have a few different tracks going out, you actually don't know what will end up clicking, right? And sometimes something very unexpected becomes a big hit, which actually might be a reason to actually release albums is that. Exactly. Know. Yeah. And I think that's exactly how it's happening now, you know. So if you look at just take Champagne Talk itself, right? You had you had Oops that was released. You had uh, Pablo, I think, which was either released before or after that. Pablo, which I know was your personal yeah, favorite. It song. really was. I really <laughs> want people to come through a, on this and get yeah. the track on the charts, but never mind. I'll listen to it alone. Which is like the yeah, which is like the grimiest, most hardcore hip hop, you know, track on yeah. the album. But again, didn't have that level of mass popularity. Oops, again, more poppy, but didn't, uh, hasn't like reached the top 10, like we said. 
uh, but these those were the singles and then you had manmi jab which i think was time pretty much around the album mm. and now if you look at the label uh, strategy for this has been uh, basically now that manmi jab has taken off in such a big way they've actually focused much of their attention on this track itself they've released like i think an african version yeah with uh, rebanni i don't even know whether that's the right way i'm pronouncing the artist's name and then of course there was the nick jonas collab mm. afterlife now neither of them again have uh, really been super huge uh, but you know it's pretty much now they're f- focusing their attention on this song because this song took off and i suppose even when we look at those other examples of say harry styles and why they chose to make videos for um, both music for a sushi restaurant and late night talking because those were the tracks that uh fans were streaming mm. the most and you know we discussed this a little earlier i think we were talking about divine and how even his label uh decided to release a video uh bunch of videos rather looking at yeah. which yeah yeah in, in but fact, like again uh, traffic jam from gunegar just dropped a music video just dropped yeah. and that again that decision was probably made after seeing what fans were gravitating liking. towards yeah 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 exactly so that decision to invest in which of these songs to invest in further is taken after the album is released mm. so you know so there is a purpose of releasing albums yeah. but i guess if you look at it from maybe a listener's perspective you would have to be and we said this before it's a hardcore fan that really wants the album yeah. right they want this body of work they want more and more to listen to and from a business perspective of course it means the more music you have out there the more streams you'll have and therefore the more money you will make so for labels to it makes sense yeah i think that's a fair way of putting it and you know i would like if there are you know artists who might be listening to this and thinking about okay how do i implement this in my life i i keep mm-hmm. this is my advice always is go back and figure out what is your goal right if your goal is you know this album i want to engage with my community and i have like a really ardent following sure maybe album is right for you but if you're trying to get like you know awareness top of funnel you just want to be establishing yourself get known then maybe singles is the better strategy for you but yeah it really just comes down to what you hope the end goal is and like as fans i will say yes i agree with you amit like i do like albums but uh, again coming only from those artists who i really care about yeah and i think even for like even new artists even if you look at it from a creative perspective i think sometimes albums do help showcase your work right mm. so you want to showcase some versatility and you want to you know put together something that represents you as a whole and you don't want to just put out you know one track here or there and then have to keep pushing that track you know you just want to showcase yourself in a variety of ways and i think that works and then of course a lot of artists have been using that mid way kind of compromise between mm. this where they release like seven singles <laughs> and then they'll package it as an album by releasing the eighth single actually and you see smart this, strategy yeah. you know yeah i mean it makes sense but then by that time i think that everybody already knows these songs so you know it's not exactly like it's kind of like a, a cheating like a, <laughs> a, a sort of like cheating. A, yeah cheating it's like whatever you know however you call it it is a cheat code and i i think when chai met toast or somebody did that recently and you know they have a pretty big following mm. so you know whatever works for you at the end of the day uh whatever works for your fans um again like itself like we said it does have some kind of uh benefit to also just put out music out there of course if you can afford to release a body of work and then know what uh what sticks 
you know, because really today we live in the reverse era, right? I mean, because when I think about, I, I've said this, so back in the day, you know, you would go and play live a lot and you would see what songs are resonating, you would see what songs are resonating with your audience, uh, you know, and then you would invest the money to record those songs for your album. Today, it works the other way around, right? You will basically not really go out and perform because there's not that many opportunities these days outside the sort of perhaps the festival circuit. And a lot of times artists only go lie, uh, you know, go on tour when they have a new album or new project to, uh, you know, promote. So you're seeing it almost happen the other way around, wherein now you will, um, you will release the album and then you'll, you know, perform live and perhaps you'll choose your set list according to what songs people are streaming the most. Yeah, it's a upside down world. It truly is. 